the wall. Talk Recorded live. March 13th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 472. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, 28 episodes away from the big 500 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject here in the radio network each and every night here, that of course being professional wrestling. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman himself, J.D. Geronimo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. <coughs> and also, of course, here on the chat box, you're bringing us today in wrestling history, is, of course, the human surplus machine, John Gross. John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon. And also, ladies and gentlemen, join us on the line, the current Ultimate Movie Trivia Challenge World Heavyweight Champion, as well as a recently inducted 2018 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the rattlesnake, Anil Patel. Let's bring J.D., John, and Anil into what will be an explosive and dynamic as J.D. says in more ways than one, episode 472 of Revolution. Explosive might be the word, and yes, there will be meltdowns too, and there will be a lot of, let's just say, hopefully friendly uh, words, shall we say, but I think tonight, however, it's going to be interesting to see if there will be any words to choose that will be friendly or not, because there might be a little bit of uh, breaking of ice and meltdowns of sorts, so Give you ahead of time, people. This might be a little TV PG for now, but it could turn TV 14 or TVMA very, very quickly. You never know. Absolutely. We, and like WWE and WWS, ladies and gentlemen, anything, yes, indeed, and can happen. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes from the very first group of the WWS stable of groups on Facebook. That group being WCWS Universe. That's the group that started the whole shebang. So if you want to join us for our live video feed for Revolution Episode 472 tonight, feel free to hit us up there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Universe United. And if you want to join us through, of course, talkshoot.com and through the chat box there, phone number as always is 1724-444. 7444, call ID 138055-POUND. Press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here tonight. 
And ladies and gentlemen, we will have a bunch to talk about here. First off, we do start off with the rest of the news and views and history and birthdays provided by J.D. and John here tonight. <clears throat> Plus also here, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be providing our thoughts and opinions about uh, the results of last night's Monday Night Raw. And I've already heard what some of these some, some of these some of our fine folks here on in our network has already said, but of course it will make it public out to everybody else. So you, you can't wait to hear what everyone else has to say about this here tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and tell you that we are scheduled, and I emphasize the word scheduled, ladies and gentlemen, to have a match that we were supposed to have last Friday night on Revolution, but due to some, we'll just say, as they, as they say in wrestling, blatant interference uh, on, the, on, on the part of some... Uh, on some uh, on on somebody who wanted to get their 15 minutes of fame at our expense, as, as I've been saying here, uh, we of course rescheduled this match here for tonight, and of course, excuse me, that match being an ROHUS Pure Championship matchup pitting the current champion, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, versus the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel. Uh, now, this legend I did not say Fonzie yet because Fonzie is not yet on. Uh, right now is, I will go ahead and say it is kind of up in the air at this moment. If if the Heartbreak Kid will be able to make it in here tonight, and if he can, this match will take place. But if not, I've already received word here that the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, has already said he would issue a challenge to <clears throat> to anyone here for a trivia championship matchup here indeed. And uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens here with this. And and uh, on, and uh, we'll we'll go through that. We'll go through and see, but otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, I think the point what I will make here is that we will have, in some respect, a trivia championship matchup here tonight. We don't know. We don't know against who, who's going to be against. It. Apparently, well, JD obviously has thrown out the challenge, but we don't know uh, who it's going to be, or we don't know what belt it'll be for. So until we know for certain here, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, it is up in the air, but we will come up with a backup plan in case we, if this match is not go through. This match will be, of course, slated to happen here soon because now this will be Anil's first opportunity at a wrestling trivia championship belt. As I said, he's got the ultimate movie trivia championship belt that he won not too long ago, but he would like to have his hands on some wrestling gold. So we're going to have to, hopefully we can get that going here tonight, but we will come up in some respects here. So <clears throat> on that, we'll go on that note and see what happens there here tonight. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling. While we try to get all that situated, let's go ahead and get to the rest of the news and views here segment here tonight. And, of course, bringing us here uh, from King Ice, it is the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., what's going on here in the rest of the news scene this evening? In a second-round Cruiserweight Championship tournament match tonight, we will see Roderick Strong taking on Cedric Alexander. The other semifinal will feature Drew Pepperjack Gulak against Mustafa Ali, however. Meanwhile, in the mixed match challenge, however, it'll be Rusev Day, along with Lana and Aiden English, even though we thought we had heard reports that Lana was expecting a baby, but we have not been able to confirm that yet as of now. They will take on Charlotte and, of course, the glorious one, Bobby Roode, tonight, however. Meanwhile, however, as announced last week, however, or should I say last night on Raw, if you will, however, mind you, however, next week, however, we will have for you, however, mind you, uh, the fight between Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt at the Hardy compound since it was taped last week. Meanwhile, on SmackDown tonight, the Bludgeon Brothers will be taking on Big E and Jimmy Uso. 
Meanwhile, Ronda Rousey, however, will not be appearing on the next few weeks of Raw. They pulled their website story earlier today that Ronda would appear on every episode of the TV show starting last week through the WrestleMania Go Home show. Rousey did not appear on Raw last night, however, and was on the Ellen show earlier today. As of now, she is not advertised for the next two weeks, however, in Dallas and Cleveland, but could be returning, however, the first week of April, however, on the day after Easter on the Monday night of the National Championship College Basketball Game, which will be in San Antonio in Atlanta for the go-home show prior to WrestleMania. In addition to that, Brock Lesnar, however, was announced, however, by Vince McMahon, however, last night, however, that he is requiring him and Paul Heyman to show up for the next three weeks, even though there's been talk that his contract is up and his date of appearances are up, too. No word if Lesnar or Heyman will show up on any of these shows before the big show in New Orleans with Roman Reigns, however, mind you. Meanwhile, Oscar will be appearing, however, mind you, however, on... Uh, the SmackDown Live show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in Indianapolis, making her first appearance on the show. And also, ladies and gentlemen, however, a couple other things, however, mind you, and we'll get to that in just a second, so bear with us, folks, here. First off, we can tell you that we want to send congratulations to Radford University, who tonight, however, defeated Long Island in a play-in game in the NCAA basketball tournament, however, in Dayton, Ohio, beating them by 10, 71-61. They will play host next to the Villanova Wildcats Thursday evening in Pittsburgh at the uh, PPG Paints Arena at 7 p.m., the other game tonight, however, that will be decided to see who will go on, however, to the tournament that will be played Friday in Dallas, however, will pit the St. Bonaventure Bonnies against the UCLA Bruins, and that game is just getting underway right now as we speak in Dayton. We will be keeping you up to date with that as there are two more playing games, however, tomorrow night. Among them, Arizona State and Syracuse, and Texas Southern versus North Carolina Central, I believe, will be the other game. I'll have to double-check to be sure on that. Meanwhile, finally, the viewership of Raw averaged 3.35 million viewers, according to Showbuzz Daily this week. Viewership is up from 3.01 a week ago. The first hour scored 3.35 in the first hour, 3.42 the second hour, and 3.27 the final hour. Uh, anything else, Howard? Not much to report. I will check on those uh, story about tomorrow night's games while John's doing the birthdays and dates. And if we hear anything, we will let you know, but that's all we've got for right now. Thank you very much, <clears throat> J.D., and, of course, uh, J.D., along with Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, to bring all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network each and every week, each and every night here during the week here. <clears throat> uh, absolutely. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that big-time combination. Yes, sir, indeed. Let's go ahead and see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, March the 13th. <clears throat> Uh, as we, of course, now come into the 9.30 uh, time frame. 32 years ago today, which would put it at 1986 in Tokyo, Japan, Ricky Choshu defeated Mitsuharu Masawa, then wrestling as Tiger Mask 2 at an all-Japan wrestling event in Budokan Hall. This was the first meeting between the two men who would go down as among the greatest in Japanese wrestling history. Yes, and real quick, just, sorry, just let you know the two games I mentioned. I was right. It is Arizona State 2011. We'll take on Syracuse tomorrow night, 2013. And then the first game will be NC Central 1915, taking on Texas Southern tomorrow night, 15 and 19. Thank you very much, sir. JD, keeping us up, of course, with the NCAA tournament now. Thank you very much, sir, sir. <clears throat> 18 years ago today, put in that the year 2000 on Rawls War from East Weatherford, New Jersey. Four things happened on that episode. Let's go ahead and bring it to you. 
First off, JD's namesake, Dean Malenko, defeated SJ Rios to win the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. Malenko went on to hold the title for all but eight day eight of the next 365 days. Early on that same day, Pete Gass, remember him from the Mean Street Posse, yep. he crashed Holly at Newark Airport to win the hardcore title, but during Raw, Crash would win it back from Pete. And another infamous moment on Raw, I think we all remember this, Bubba Ray Dudley powerbombed Matt Young, similar to the week before. And in the main event, The Rock defeated The Big Show in a number one contenders match. Number one contendership originally went to The Rock after he had won the 2000 Royal Rumble, but a month later at No Way Out, The Big Show would become a number one contender by defeating The Rock with interference from Shane McMahon, making the match Triple H versus The Big Show. But The Rock demanded to be put in the match, meaning that if Rock won, then the match would be a triple threat match. If The Rock lost, The Rock would leave the WWF. Of course, Shane McMahon was a guest referee. But later on in the match, as Show had The Rock beat, Vince McMahon made his return as he appeared backstage and attacked WWF champion Triple H. Then came to ringside to nail Shane with a chair and put on the referee shirt, and that allowed The Rock to win the match. This was Vince's first appearance since December of 1999. With that win, the match was announced a triple threat match for the WWF title at WrestleMania 2000, but the match would be used for next week, and John will talk about that history next Tuesday night. Okay, John, thank you. Uh, 17 years ago today, 2001, at a Sunday night heat taping in Anaheim, Crash Holly defeated Dean Malenko to capture the light heavyweight title, ending Malenko's 322-day run as champion. Very impressive indeed. The second longest in the history of the second version of the championship, number one goes to, believe it or not, Dwayne Gill, who held it for 453 days from November 98 to February 2000 when he was known as Gilberg. Fourteen years ago today, put it at 2004, <clears throat> WWE held their Hall of Fame ceremony at the Hilton in New York City. It would become the first Hall of Fame ceremony for the company since 1996. The ceremony has just become a yearly tradition thanks to the successful DVD release of the event. As a matter of fact, I just watched that this over the weekend. I actually had it right here beside of me. And for everyone who wants to see it right here, that's what it looks like right here. Check out the On The Live video there, folks. Right there it is. Yes, sir. My favorite one, of course, obviously, is Bobby Heenan's. The, yes. favorite one. the 2004 class included Jesse Ventura, Don Morocco, Tito Santana, Billy Graham, Sergeant Slaughter, Greg Valentine, Bobby Heenan, Harley Race, Pete Rose, and Postman's Inductions went to Big John Studd and the Junkyard Dog. God bless both of them. Yes, sir. Yes. Thirteen years ago today, put it at 2005, TNA presented Destination X in the Impact Zone in where Christopher Daniels won the exhibition title in an Ultimate X match. A somber moment here, folks. Ten years ago today, Arnold Scullin passed away in his hometown of White Plains, New York, at the age of 82. God bless him, too. Yes, sir. Without him, you wouldn't have Bob Backlund, in my personal opinion. And Bruno. That's right. Thank you very much. He's Bruno's first manager. Oh, that's right. That's right. And also, I think he he also managed Bob. Of course, Bob Backlund was, was more infamous, though, for managing Backlund. Yeah, the late 70s into the early 80s, yeah. Mm-hmm. But up until when Backlund lost the uh, match to the Sheik. That's right. Yeah. Seven years ago, to the put at 2011, then we announced that Drew Carey from The Price is Right, of course that show all of it will belong to Bob Barker, in my personal opinion, will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame 
And if you remember Drew Carey, he made a cameo appearance at the, at the 01 Royal Rumble entering as a number five entrance before he eliminated himself after Kane attempted to put his hands on him, but he would be saved by Raven. Kane would induct Drew Carey into the Hall of Fame in 2011. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's what, the second celebrity that Kane has inducted into the Hall of Fame. Did he induct Pete Rose? Yeah, he did Pete Rose. How he thought he was, I mean, there was going to be a tombstone, and then the next night he tombstoned him, but he thought that night he was going to do something like that. Yeah, I think he, Kane's done two of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pete Rose, Andrew. That same day at TNA's Victory Road, Sting defeated Jeff Hardy in 88 seconds to retain the TNA World Heavyweight title. While so short, Hardy was in no condition to perform, yet TNA had went ahead and sent him out there. Needless to say, the fans weren't happy. Even Sting responded to one fan chanting, BS, with, I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. One year ago today, 2017, Raw was presented for the last time at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. Yep. But Joe Louis Arena would be reinforced now in the WWE to the Little Caesars Arena. Today is a happy 33rd birthday to Mike Jackson. Now, who is that? I've heard that name before. He's not one of the young bucks, is he? I think he is, yes. No, 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 no. He's not. No, their names are Matt and Nick, I think. Yeah, I'll check now, that. I don't know who this is. Okay. Um uh, Maybe do some looking up on that, see what the connection is here. I've heard that too, but I can't think about who that is. And also, John wanted to say this too. Nine years ago today, 2009, sadly, we lost Test at the age of 34, four days shy of his 35th birthday. That's right. And John had some history on Test. Test was born in Whitby, Ontario in 1975, and he met professional wrestler Bret Hart in a restaurant in the mid-1990s. After Hart offered to train him to wrestle, he spent eight months training under both Hart and Leo Burke. Of course, his real name, Andrew Martin, debuted in 1997, wrestling on the Canadian independent circuit under the ring names Martin Kane and TJ Thunder. He continued his training with Dory Funk Jr. at Funk's Funkin' Dojo, which was a training center in Oklahoma, Florida. He debuted in the WWF on October 25, 1998, as an unnamed bodyguard for the band Motley Crue. In a scripted event, Martin threw out an overzealous fan off the stage during the band's rehearsal. He would join the corporation in December of 1998 when he aligned himself with The Rock by attacking The Rock's rival, Triple H. A week later, he teamed with The Rock in his in-ring debut to take on Triple H and X-Pac. He joined the corporation, and during this time, he received the ring name, Test. Test competed in the corporation versus DX Corporate Rumble in January of 1999, and was the winner would become a number 30th entry. China would actually win it, of course. Test made his first Royal Rumble appearance in the match that would be eliminated by Stone Cold Steve Austin. At WrestleMania 15, he teamed up with D'Lo Brown in a tag team title match against Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett, but would come up short. Test turned face after he was removed from the corporation, and he went on to join Big Show, Ken Shamrock, and Mankind, and the group that formed formed themselves, of course, as the Union. Remember that short-lived. They were known to carry two-by-four boards of wood. Yes, with Matt Jackson is of the Young Bucks, to answer your question. He is 33 today. It, it, he, so that is the same. That is, that is one of the Jackson brothers, from the Young Bucks. Right. Yes, Bucks. yeah, he's 33, yep. I thought what there is from Matt and Nick, though. Yeah, yeah I'll find out. I, I'll, yeah, that's Matt Jackson. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, thank you, J.D., thank you. The group briefly feeding with the corporation, and over the edge, they would... They would uh, they, the group, let's see. 
They would defeat the corporate ministry in an eight-man tag team match before they disbanded. On June 7, 1999, after Vincent Mann was announced as the orchestrating plot of the higher power of the corporate ministry, Tess would take a concept to take Stephanie McMahon out on a date. That would make Stephanie's brother Shane unhappy. Shane would hire a hit on Tess as he used his buddies, the Mean Street Posse, to attack him. The Tess would injure them before he could get his hands on Shane, and he did at SummerSlam 99. He defeated Shane McMahon in a no holds barred match, where he gained Shane's blessing to date Stephanie. After that, Tess proposed marriage to Stephanie, and Stephanie said yes. But in October, the British Bulldog hit Stephanie with a trash can, causing her to have amnesia. Tess then got involved in the McMahon Triple H feud, in which Tess would face Triple H for the WWF title on November 8, 1999. But Tess would come up short. Tess did get redemption, however, three days later by defeating Triple H in a Survivor Series elimination match. On November 29, 1999, as Tess and Stephanie were ready to say their vows, Triple H interrupted the proceedings and announced that he, he had drugged Stephanie and took her to Las Vegas, where he married her in a drive through ceremony. Stephanie would turn on Tess and her father, and, and what, Stephanie would turn on Tess and her father and would join Triple H. Stephanie announced that the reason why she did it because her father Vince used her that year when Vince almost forced Stephanie to marry The Undertaker so that Vince could screw Stone Cold Steve Austin over again. Tess would continue to feed with DX for a brief period after Triple H and Stephanie had tormented him and thus injuring his nose as well. On January 17, 2000, Tess would win the hardcore title over the big boss man. He entered the 2000 Royal Rumbles in number 10 entrant and lasted a few minutes for, for uh, of course, he also eliminated Rikishi, but would be eliminated by the big show. Tess would lose the title to Crash in February of 2000, and he would turn heel and align himself with Albert and Trish Stratus. The group would be known as TNA. He got some good wins in the spring of 2000, defeating Al Snow and Steve Blackman at WrestleMania, and the Dudley Boys at Backlash. That they would lose a four corners elimination match for the tag team titles at the King of the Ring. TNA would disband in late 2000 after Albert attacked Tess per Stephanie McMahon's orders. Tess would turn face again and would win the European title against William Regal the night after the 2001 Royal Rumble. Tess would lose the European title to Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 17. Tess would recapture the hardcore title in June of 01 over Rhino, but would lose it back to Rhino at MSG before Rhino lost it back to Mike Awesome. During the evasion storyline, Farouk and Bradshaw were both suspicious of Tess's friendship with Shane McMahon. They believed that Tess would be the would be the mole of the WWF, only to find out he wasn't. Tess would eventually join WCW and ECW in August of 01 when he cost the acolytes the WWF tag team titles against DDP and Chris Canyon. Tess <coughs> would go on to have successful yeah, wins. Real quick, sorry, Ted. Uh, this is what the unbucks are. Matt and Nick. Born in Rancho Cucamonga, California, however, known as the Jacksons, however, is their real name, however. They are 5'10 each, 206, however. They made their pro debut in August 2004. Uh, Nick, of course, was born in July of 89. He's 28. Matt, of course, is 33 today. Uh, they were trained by Ron Rivera and Marty Gennetti. They've also been known as Generation Me, the Jackson Brothers, and Los Galineros. They have uh, held... The titles, I'm looking at their background here. Family Wrestling Entertainment once. Uh, the RH Ring of Honor titles once. They've been World Tag Team Champions three times, and they were named Tag Team of the Year last year. And they also have held the World Six-Man Tag Team Championship once with Adam Page. They have also won the Never Open Weight Six-Man Tag Team Championship twice with Kenny Omega, Super Junior Tag Team Tournament in 2013, 
in the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships a record seven times. Okay. As well as the Pro Wrestling Gorilla Tag Team World Tag Team Championship four times, Dynamite uh, Tag Team Title Tournament three straight times. They have won Tag Team of the Year of 2017. Matt was ranked 42 of the top 500 single guys last year in the PWI 500. Nick was ranked number 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've been twice Tag Team of the Year, Best Wrestling Maneuver 2014, uh, Best Wrestling Maneuver 2009, Bork Bang for Your Buck, The Meltzer Driver of 2014, five-star match with Adam Cole versus uh, Will Osprey, Ricochet, and Matt Seidel have been born on September 3rd of 2016. So they have definitely come a long way, and there's talk that WWE might be interested in them. Maybe you never know. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Thank you for verifying that, J.D. I do appreciate that. Uh, Tess was going to have successful wins. He teamed up with Booker T. They would defeat Kane and The Undertaker on September 21st, 2001 to capture the WCW Tag Team titles. They would lose the titles to the Hardy Boys. Tess would defeat Kane at No Mercy. Tess and Booker T would win the Tag Team titles in November over The Rock and Jericho. They would lose the titles to the Hardy Boys again before, uh, let's see, but before they lost the title to the Hardy Boys, Tess chapter the Intercontinental title over Edge, making Tess a Grand Slam champion. Tess would lose the title to Edge in the 2001 Survivor Series to the WCW United States title and the WWE Intercontinental title. But on that night, Tess entered himself in the Battle Royal and won the match, earning him on-screen immunity from being fired for a year. The storyline was built around Tess using that immunity to justify attacking fellow wrestlers and harassing fellow divas as well. He had a brief feud with The Rock in December 2001, but The Rock would defeat him on SmackDown. Teston entered the 2002 Royal Rumble, but was quickly eliminated by Stone Cold Steve Austin. He then joined the SmackDown brand in March of 2002, where he had a crush on Stacey Keebler. He continued to gain a lot of momentum on the SmackDown brand by winning matches by defeating Mark Henry, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Hurricane, and Hardcore Holly, but would lose the 2002 King of the Ring tournament in the semifinals to Brock Lesnar. Tess, Christian, and Lance Storm would form an alliance. And let's wait and see while... Uh... Well, John, soon now we do have some football news to report. Earlier today, the Green Bay Packers released Jordy Nelson after 11 years, have signed, uh, believe it or not, Jimmy Graham from the Seattle Seahawks. Drew Brees has signed a two-year, $25 million extension with the New Orleans Saints. Teddy Bridgewater has signed with the New York Jets for one year. Dion Lewis, however, has signed with the Tennessee Titans as of tonight, however, and will join them, however. Also, Malcolm Butler of the New England Patriots has left. He will join Lewis in Tennessee, believe it or not. Teddy Bridgewater, as I said, is going to the Jets. Uh, Case Keenum is on his way to the Denver Broncos, believe it or not, however. And also, Sam Bradford signed a one-year $20 million deal with Arizona, believe it or not, however, with options, I believe, for 2020 and 2021. And also, Kirk Cousins is going to Minnesota three years, $86 million. And, of course, free agency begins tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So, definitely, those are just some of the big moves that have happened today. Also, Sammy Watkins going to Kansas City, four years, $48 million. And, of course, Allen Robinson, three years, $42 million from Jacksonville to Chicago. And also, the Bears and Paul Puzlosny, the former Hopewell and Penn State native from Western Pennsylvania, who played with Buffalo and Jacksonville um, in his 11-year career, renounced his retirement today in the NFL. And Lewis, of course, they're still trying to find out the deal. It says right now a four-year deal, but there's no word on how much Lewis is going to be gay with Tennessee. So those are just some of the big news items hitting today in the NFL. Thank you very much, sir, uh, J.D., for that uh, quick update there. We'll get back, right back here to the history here in just one moment here. 
my apologies here, but we did uh, write uh, uh, just right into the mix. We've already lost the video one time here on WWS Universe, and we are intending to get it back up and going. So forgive me here, folks. If uh, okay, okay, we seem we seem to be okay now. We'll go ahead and uh, okay. give another world here and see what happens. With that. Okay, uh, let me see here. Uh, yes. And, 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 of course, uh, tasked with former alliance with Christian and Lance Storm called the Un-Americans. The group would join Eric Bischoff's Raw brand, and the group attacked The Undertaker. Tess would start a feud with The Undertaker. At, at SummerSlam, Tess would be defeated by The Undertaker. The Un-Americans would split up after Christian and Storm lost the tag team titles to Kane and the Hurricane. Tess would receive Stacey Keebler as his on-screen girlfriend and image consultant. Keebler told Tess that Tess should embrace the fan base and, and, call, and call his his fans, his testicles. This will turn <laughs> once more. Who's ready for testicles? <laughs> yeah. Testing cut off his long hair and wore wrestling trunks. At the 2003 Royal Rumble, he entered the Royal Rumble match where he was eliminated. He was eliminated. He eliminated number two entrant Chris Jericho with Shawn Michaels interfering and distracting Jericho. Testing the feud with Jericho after Jericho accidentally hit Stacy Keeper with a chair. The feud went nowhere. Tess and Stacy then had problems, but Keeper suggested form the tag team with Scott Steiner, but the tag team went nowhere. Tess entered in the vacant Intercontinental title battle royal to the 2003 Judgment Day, but would come up short by losing to Christian. Let's see what else we have listed here. And to give you an update, with 4.52 left in the first half, UCLA up 22-21 on St. Bonaventure. Oh, okay, thank you very much. And, and folks, like we say, ladies and gentlemen, we normally will be talking about this tomorrow night during our review of SmackDown. But I do have a small update courtesy of WWE. Uh, a match here, Jinder Mahal has defeated Bobby Roode in a match, but he was hit, but was hit with an RKO by Randy Orton after the bell. Good. So there you go. So, so maybe they're kind of teasing this as a triple threat at WrestleMania. I, don't I think know. that's like, the plan. However, I think that's the plan. And, of course, another signing, of course, Denny Andola has left for the Miami Dolphins from New England. Reports say it could be two years at $6 million a year. But it, 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 it varies, though. But like I said, however, the big story is obviously with Watkins going to KC from the Rams, who was traded by the Bills earlier last season. And, of course, the big one today, Allen Robinson going from Jacksonville to Chicago on a three-year, supposedly, I think it's a 40 or 42, I think it's three or four years, at thirty-five to forty million, but we will let you know about that. However, but like I said, we agency okay. begins tomorrow. But like I said, look at indoors. It says two years, eight point two five million, twelve million with incentives. So it it varies. However, like I said, but uh, it could be anywhere between four point four point one million to six million. As the Patriots now lose the third member of their runner-up Super Bowl team. Deion Lewis first going to Tennessee. Malcolm Butler going with him tonight. However, on a big deal. And like I said, we still have no word on the Lewis deal, but we will let you know on the Butler deal. It's five years, $60 million, so $12 million a year. And, of course, now the Danny and Dola deal with the Dolphins. Thank you very much, J.D. Now coming in on the live video feed, the second live video feed we have on WWS Universe, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, of course, a 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And welcome to number 472 of Revolution. Let's go ahead and finish off this history we have here. Nine years, nine years ago today, we, of course, we lost uh, Test. So, so let's go ahead and finish this off right here. 
Tess would turn heel after Scott Steiner defeated Tess for Stacey Keeper's managerial services. Tess would win the managerial, managerial services in August 2003. Tess and Steiner would form another alliance this time by humiliating Stacey, but the group would be fired by Mick Foley, who was the on-screen guest general manager for two nights, thus allowing Stacey to break free from Tess and Steiner. Tess and Steiner would be rehired by Eric Bischoff and Armageddon. They competed for the World Tag Team titles in a Tag Team Terminal match, but would fail to win the titles. Test interviewed with Stephen Richards in 2004, and where Test kicked Victoria in the face on January 5, 2004. At the 04 Royal Rumble, he was knocked out backstage after it was revealed that Mick Foley attacked him. Test stayed all stayed around for a bit until he went on to compete on house shows. Until he re-aggravated his neck, the neck injury that he that kept him out of action for the past few months. He underwent spinal fusion surgery in July of, of 2004 but will be released alongside A-Train and Billy Gunn on November 1st, 2004. He returned to the ring in May 2005 and worked the Indies and even wrestling uh, WWE and TNA wrestler Samoa Joe. Tess would verbally agree to return to the WWE in March of 2006, and he would oh, join the here we go. Found ECW brand in number two that was Mike Knox. Katie, want to add something? Forget about it. I've got it. Yep. Okay, this is the best idea that I've ever had. Okay, you know how The Rock has his people, and Kane has his Canaanites, and Hulk Hogan has the Hulkamaniacs. What do you have? I don't know, Stace. What do I have?
to defeat Christian's coalition in a doomsday chamber of blood match. Styles was slammed into a pile of broken glass, and he was pinned by Abyss. On December 19, 2007, uh, Tess announced his retirement from professional wrestling. That finished his retirement tour in France. I see London, I see France. I don't want to see JD's underpants. <laughs> Losing to Rene Dupree in a series of matches until he defeated Masuya Nagai in his last match in February of 2009. Rene Dupree is another name I haven't heard in a long time. Sadly, he was found dead in his Tampa, Florida home on March 13, 2009, four days prior to his 34th birthday. Police were called after a neighbor reported that his real name was Andrew Martin, had been motionless for several hours. Police retrieved his body after scaling the apartment balcony and discovering that he was indeed sadly dead. He was believed to have died the day before, and John said that's all he's got for today in the histories and birthdays. So I thought John, someone said he committed su- Some people said I'm not sure if he committed suicide or uh, something else. I'm not really sure what really caused his death, unfortunately. Is his death considered unsolved? I think so. I mean, I can find out. I don't think I don't. I thought I had heard originally he, him and Stacy had a big fight with one another. I think because I know they were seeing each other in real life. However, with uh, yeah, his personal life says here, yeah, it says he was jailed, booked in the, he, during his first ten years. Like I said, he dated Stacy two years. Then he dated Kelly Kelly, of course, and of course she left him. And says here, uh, like I said, it says how his death was. Pulled an accidental overdose of oxycodone. It was later determined by forensic pathologist Dr. Bennett Amalu that he had chronic CTE caused by repeated concussions and head injuries. He was cremated and his remains were flown to his family at his hometown of Whitby, Ontario, Canada. He also appeared in television shows including Girls Gone Wild Live from Spring Break uh, 2003, Fear Factor, 18 Wheels of Justice, and a small clip in the life of times of Owen Hart and biography. And in the movie, as a Nazi boxer in the same werewolf woman of the SS, uncredited with Grindhouse in 2007. Good. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. And, uh, of course, John, thank you very much for the rest of history and birthdays. John, had to step away for a moment. He'll be returning shortly. J.D., thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here tonight. And also updates about... Uh, uh, NFL and the NCAA tournament. Thank you very much, sir. We're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, we're going to be keeping an eye on that UCLA game too. For the night. Yeah, thank, you. thank you very much, sir. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode four hundred and seventy two of the Mothership WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, March thirteenth, two thousand and eighteen. Mr. WWS Chad Hinchall, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel. And the last kicker, Emery Rickenbach, you're going, going uh, this evening. Uh, <clears throat> and the and, date is now 26-23 St. Bonnie with one minute and three seconds to go in the first half. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an update here. I have an update. I know this is concerning tonight now. 
But this is something we must bring up here. And I know this is some big time we're going to probably be talking about here on uh, on um, on Revolution tomorrow night. Uh, cursive last year, Anne Marie Rickenbach has sent me this update. Shane McMahon has resigned from SmackDown Live. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. Oh, boy. Yeah. Things just got interesting. Things just got very interesting. Uh, uh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we're definitely going to be talking some about that there indeed tomorrow night here on our talk about SmackDown on tomorrow night's revolution. <clears throat> be sure to join us here for that. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, of course, before we do talk about SmackDown, we got to talk about Raw. And uh, things are going to get raw. <laughs> well, uh, as you say, J.D., in, in more ways than one here. Indeed. Exactly. Uh, like I said, the human surprise machine, John Gross, is still way up your back here momentarily. Uh, Neil, if you would please uh, give any uh, opinion, I want you to... Uh, 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 that's, that's the soccer uh, that Shane's was behind. Yes, yes, I want you. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, and uh, John, John's back. He's starting to put his stuff up. Uh, Neil, if you want to start putting your stuff up here as well, and also an update. In addition to the story I just brought you from about about this 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 story that's developing on SmackDown, and. Uh, the last figure, last figure, just also remind me that Kale and Sami Zayn just hurt hurt Shane very, very bad. So, uh, so we'll definitely going to be having uh, 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 some talk about this um, um, tomorrow night here on uh, on our SmackDown discussion on Revolution. Uh, so, but anyway, that's that's first. As I said before, that's get carried away here. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about here, of course, last night's uh, of Monday Night Raw. Uh, and and uh, let's go ahead here while John's getting gathering up his things and all. And Neil is, of course, I'm sure going to be bringing some of his thoughts and opinions here as well. In the meantime, uh, we're, we're going to go on ahead here, but I think J.D. is about ready to blow a gasket. Uh, no, let them go first. I can wait. Well, I, well, the reason why I'm going to let you go because I do have to step away for just a second here. Oh, okay. I wanted to go and get everything here out of the way here because cause I want to give you a, plenty of room to talk here tonight. Oh, you're gonna like it. Yes, indeed. So, so, like I said, that that, that definitely, like I said, your your points of view, JD, keeps the show going all the time here. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and get it going here. And first off, I've got to give I go got to give got to give it the that too yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen of course this is the WWS Radio Network exclusive of course you hear him talk you you hear him talk about Raw you hear him talk about SmackDown you hear him talk about the pay per views and boy is he going to uh, he's he's going he's going to let the fur fly here as he always does with all of his discussions each and every. Not here, of course, on Revolution and Wolfpack. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I give you once again, uh, <clears throat> as we delve into, of course, our thoughts and opinions about last night's Monday Night Raw, I give you, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo with this edition of the WWUS 
icebreaker. And, and I'll be, be back here in just a couple minutes. J.D., take her away. All right. And the icebreaker, folks, let's just tell you right now, as we said at the beginning of the show tonight, we were going to tell you ahead of time how or whether or not it was going to be TV-14 or TV-PG. Take your pick. Well, guess what? It's going to be a little mixed bag of each. Maybe, if I feel like it. Okay. Last night's Monday Night Raw coming to you live from Detroit Rock City in Michigan at the brand new Little Caesars Arena, however, hosting the Raw for the very first time. And of course, Kurt Angle came out, however, mind you, and talked about his upcoming match at WrestleMania, teaming up with Ronda to face Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. But while that was going on, Kurt told everyone, however, that apparently, once again, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman were not present including possibly transportation issues, maybe something to do with the weather. I'm guessing. Of course, Roman Reigns comes out, however, once again, however, and shoots from the hip by pulling no punches whatsoever and telling Kurt, however, that Lesnar is indeed Vince's boy. Angle was trying to calm down Roman, but Roman, of course, wouldn't hear of it, however, mind you, and told him, however, however, what he felt the real problem was. And that was Vince McMahon. He then sees Vince and Shane in the back, and however, and told him, however, he didn't even have to have the respect referring to Brock to inform him, however, Vince, however, to inform him about Lesnar not showing tonight. To which he got very upset and said, That's the man I bust my ass for. And as a result, he headed to the back, however, mind you, however, and as a result, things got heated in the back. Reigns then, of course, told Vince, however, says, you're not going to talk to me, however, right now. Vince then took off his headset and said that they could talk in his office as we went to the first commercial break. When we came back, of course, mind you, we saw Roman coming out of Vince's office, and boy, was he fuming once again, however. As a result, however, he said no, he had no intention of disrespecting Reigns, but he said that he reminded Reigns of an expression from his cousin, Rock, simply saying, know your role and shut your mouth, was Vince's what Vince said. Okay, Vince. Gee, why don't you tell us how much Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar, and no disrespect to Michelle and no disrespect to any Brock Lesnar fan, including me, by saying this, but why don't you tell us how our, how much Vince, or how much Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman have their heads up your backside along with your dingus son-in-law and your little princess, Stephanie McMahon. Why don't you tell us that, Vince? How about that? Okay? Let's tell us how much you really have those guys kiss your ass every chance you get, and blow you. Oh, that's right, you give him certain perks. And you say that next week, however, that Lesnar and Heyman will appear. And then you say, you've got my word on it. And by the way, you also added, you've decided to suspend Roman for that? Yeah, great move, Vince. Bravo! Way to piss off the fans even more and insult the fans' intelligence some more, why don't you? It just goes to show you how, once again, you love to have Brock Lesnar and Heyman kiss your ass whenever they get a chance because you give them everything handed to them on a silver freaking platter. Anyway, our first match of the night, however, was Sasha Banks taking on Sonya Deville with, of course, the gothic-looking Wednesday coke-stiffing whore Paige and the fake-looking blonde bitch bimbo Mandy Rose. While Sasha was with Bailey. 
I will say one thing about Sonia, and I've said it before. She is tough as nails, no doubt about it. She is pretty damn good. And I will applaud her also for another thing, too, for her coming out and admitting yesterday of her lifestyle. I mean, I'm sure she had a lot of prayer pressure from her colleagues and everything like that. But you know what, however, I'm not being mean in saying this, and I'm being positive in saying this. It took guts. It took heart, I'm sure, and a lot of emotion. But, Sonia, I respect your opinion. We all respect your opinion and everyone's opinion, however, whatever is good or bad. But for you to come out this way, however, I mean, I must applaud you. I really do. And I'm not being sarcastic and saying I applaud you for coming out and admitting your lifestyle. I mean, I'm sure it took guts and heart. But like I said, I wish you nothing but the best. And uh, definitely uh, you have my support. And I'm sure everyone else's support here in the network and fans everywhere who are fans of yours. And if they're not fans of you because of what you said, Howard, then they're a bunch of douchebags. But for me personally, i got to applaud your decision. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope... It turns out to be a good thing. But for the love of Pete, please get rid of your fake-looking friends, the gothic-looking, coke-sniffing whore Paige, who thinks she can still rustle while being a little manager who's acting like a little whiny little bitch every week and who can't apparently fight anymore because of her neck injury. Boo friggity who on her. And, of course, your other buddy, the Hollywood blonde bimbo herself who belongs in more than a tanning bed basically who looks basically more than like a blonde ass yellow shade of the sun who basically doesn't blind me whatsoever and Mandy the fake looking bitch Rose. As far as Sasha and Bailey go I wish to God they would end this already I am hoping sooner or later we're going to see one of these two turn heel but now apparently this week we saw Bailey once again walk out with Sasha so it looks like they're starting to tease more and more Bailey going heel. Is that going to be the case come WrestleMania? And Bailey turned back her back on her fans, basically, and uh, attack Sasha, or is Sasha going to attack Bailey? We don't really know. We'll have to wait and see. Then, of course, we'll go to the Miz TV thing. And once again, apparently, Miz has to stir the pot because he's a little weasel. And as a result, he brought out Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. But what happens tonight, however, apparently things get tested between Finn and uh, uh, Rollins, if you will, and Miz just stands there like a total jackass that he is, acting like a goof. And once again, they clear Miz from the ring before they get to settle in with each other. Well, once again, it just goes to show you, however, that Miz loves to stir up trouble any way he can, because that's the way he is, a little cowardice weasel, however, but obviously it was nice to see him without his Miz Taraj there with him, obviously on the Miz TV show, but it would have been nice to see Miz fight, however, tonight, but obviously they decided not to put him in the ring because obviously they decided after getting, after him and his Miz Taraj got their butts handed to them on Saturday night, however, so not I'd say Saturday night, last Friday night, that Kevin Dunn, Mr. Bucktooth Beaver writer himself, figures that once again, Miz is obviously going to be kissing his ass too, and Dunn decided to probably tell Vince about this, and Dunn, of course, probably agreed with Vince, and they decided to give Miz the night off. Bravo, Vince. Bravo once again on your part, my friend. Anyway, we then go to Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, which was a good match, and probably the only decent match of the evening. Now, we're going to go to the John Cena-Undertaker thing, before I get into the third thing of the evening, mind you. As far as the John Cena-Undertaker thing goes, a very interesting promo, but Cena, I think you might want to think twice next time by not pissing off the dead man. I think you're going to be 
depending on how The Undertaker is going into WrestleMania, however, might be wanting to think this through again, because I have a feeling come next Monday night in Dallas, if The Taker does show up, or the following week in Cleveland, you might want to be starting to plan your own funeral before you plan your wedding to Nikki. Because I think you might be getting married and be buried all in one shot because you just absolutely insulted a Hall of Fame guy like The Undertaker like that. And it took guts for you to do that, I will admit, no question. But at the same time, how I think it was really kind of ballsy that you had the audacity to call out a guy like this by calling him what he is. I understand that, but Cena, you're in the same boat too, my friend. You're doing this side project outside of the company now, and you're a part-timer doing the movies and the TVs and playing your own wedding and this and that. I understand that. I get that. But I would be very, very careful not to try to piss off The Undertaker the next week or in the next couple weeks, because if you do, you could be finding yourself resting in peace at the Superdome, my friend. It could very well happen. Okay. Next, let's talk about the Hall of Fame. And also another thing about wrestling before I get back into more Raw talk. First off, the Hall of Fame. Kid Rock going into the Hall of Fame. Really? To quote The Miz, really did we need to see this happen? In my opinion, oh hell no we didn't. I think it was absolutely despicable. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say it was, well, yeah, I would say it was despicable, but also I would say it was absolutely ridiculous that the WWE had the guts to put him into the Hall of Fame this year. I think it was absolutely not worth it. And just because he's from Detroit, however, it gives the fans a reason to go gaga and pop like crazy, a la cheap pop, if you will, however, Mick Foley to be excited to see one of their own hometown heroes being honored by the WWE. First off, he's like Jeff Jarrett, okay? I'm sorry. He has a little bit of talent. I will say that. Jeff Jarrett has a lot more talent than Kid Rock. Most of these guys have better talent than Kid Rock. But as far as celebrities go this year, did we really need to see him go into the Hall of Fame? No, we did not. But WWE must have been so desperate he must have been so desperate, once again, to have his mouth all over Vince McMahon's backside, along with Stephanie Hunter's, just to get his way and to be put into the Hall of Fame unless he was asked to, unless he uh, asked them, unless they asked him if it was okay to be put in the Hall of Fame, then this was absolutely a piece of crap. And I think it's ridiculous that this piece of crap is going into the Hall of Fame because he does not deserve it this year. He will, does not deserve it in my eyes. I'm sorry. There are better people well-deserving than this. And I think they could have saved a spot for someone else. Unless they have another spot for one or two more people in the next couple weeks, then this year's Hall of Fame class, with the exception of Goldberg and the Dudleys, and maybe that special kid who I've talked about before and is well-deserved, by the way, then I think the only two highlights of the Hall of Fame this year worth watching are Goldberg and Devon Papa Ray. And Jeff Jarrett, like I said, you know what I've said about him in the past. Yes, he's a good wrestler. At times, he can be a good wrestler. But also, we've known in the past, too, like certain other guys, he has his head up management's ass all the time, whether it be Vince McMahon or Vince Russo. Okay, next. Another thing that really grinds my gears. Let's talk about the Women's Battle Royal that was announced. First off, however, I understand they're bringing people in from NXT, Raw, and SmackDown to this thing. But to name it, 
the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, I'm sorry. As much as a great champion she was, and she was a great champion, and I just saw a rant on this from somebody who had his own opinion about this, soon. I'm going to say this about Moolah. Yes, she was a fine champion. Don't get me wrong. 26 years is a long time, her, and she fought some of the best, and she trained some of the best. But there was also reports that she didn't, not only didn't, did training the best, and also competed with the best, there was a little dark side to her, too. I'm sorry. I think it is a major, major, major slap in the face that they would do this to the fans like this. I think WWE ought to be embarrassed of having another battle world named after a particular legend like Moolah. I mean, I don't know they only got the Andre the Giant battle world, and it's done okay the first few years. But to now have a women's battle world and name it after Moolah, I think, is ridiculous. I think they could have named it something else. You could have named it like, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, something like the Trish Stratus Battle World, maybe the Miss Elizabeth Battle World, or someone else. I don't know how it'll go at WrestleMania. I hope it goes okay. But I don't think a lot of people like me, however, they may agree to disagree. But like I said, I think a lot of people are not very happy right now that WWE decided to go that way. And speaking of women, let's go to our next couple moments of the evening. First off, Asuka taking on Mickey James with everyone's favorite blonde bimbo, the Harley Quinn of the WWE, the mean girl who, other than the Elimination Chamber, has been had the balls to defend her title lately, and Alexa Bliss. As a result, despite the fact that Mickey did go after Asuka and give Asuka quite a battle, Asuka hung tough in the end. But then afterward, however, what happens? Oh, that's right. We have everyone's favorite cowgirl, Mickey James, the great six-time champion that she is, and of course the mean girl herself, Little Miss Bitch Bliss, talks smack, however, about Nia crying and making fun of her, just basically ridiculing her to no end. Gee, WWE, maybe you watched a lot of SmackDown back when Mickey was being made fun of and they called her Piggy James and you got that idea in your booking meetings earlier in the day. Yeah, that was a great idea to do that and insult the fans again and also insult people like Nia Jax. Smart move, guys. Real great job. So now, apparently, we saw afterward Nia go ballistic after she squashed this poor little girl who shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place. It only went 45 seconds. Christ, it could have gone 15 seconds the way she was because this girl was scared out of her mind. But then, of course, we saw Mickey James and Alexa run because they didn't want to deal with Nia. Because next week, obviously, we're going to have, once again, Alexa shove down our freaking throat, however, against Asuka. And once again, it'll probably show Asuka beating the crap out of uh, Alexa, unless Mickey James finds a way to help her new bestie and friend, the Harley Quinn of the WWE, the mean girl blonde bitch, who will get squashed. And I'm saying it here and now, she will get squashed by Nia, because... She deserves everything that's coming to her because even though she's been a fine champ for the past year, I think it's time to lose that belt unless she has to have help at WrestleMania to retain that help. But guess what? You've had a good run with that belt. Alexa, don't get me wrong. I will say this. Sometimes payback can be hell. And you're going to find yourself in hell when Nia basically burns you at the stake, however, in the Superdome in front of 75,000 people. And then you can go cry and say, oh, what happened? I thought I loved you, I loved you Nia. I trust uh, you were my best girl and everything. You, you and I have been friends. What happened? Well, gee, maybe next time you and your friend Mickey James, Alexa, ought to keep your mouth quiet and your legs closed at the same time. Because you basically made fun of Nia 
and you didn't have the guts to face her like the woman you are. Instead, you ridiculed her to no end, and you didn't decide not to go out there and confront her even though you had called her out earlier and she didn't show up for you. You once again found a way to ridicule her. Well, guess what? Next week, you just might get an early taste of what Norris is going to be feeling like. And that leads us now to the main event. The tag team battle world for a shot at the titles with the Bar Boys taking on, of all people, Braun Strowman. Gee, were we turning the clock back to 1995 or 96 with the main event here? Well, apparently we are, because now we heard before that next week we're going to have the Bray Wyatt-Matt Hardy match at the compound. Oh, goody gumdrops. We're going to have the Hardy family with Senior Maxwell, Rebecca, and the rest of the Matt Hardy family and friends invading on Raw, however, in the ultimate deletion. For the love of Pete, I have told and said this many, many times over and over again. Please end this damn thing already. And I'm thinking that next week we're finally going to see the end, but they should have ended this weeks ago. I am tired of seeing this every freaking week. And of course... Getting back to the Battle Royal now. Sheamus and Cesaro obviously did not fight because they were given the night off, apparently, from Angle, which was a little surprising. I will admit that. But then, of course, we see Braun Strowman win as he ends up squashing everyone in his path. Now, before I give my final analysis, I must ask everyone this question, and I'm sure everyone's going to answer it after I give my thoughts on the answer when they do their reports. Who can Braun get as a teammate? Who will Braun hire as his teammate? Well, right now, I can think of only one person, maybe, if he's willing to do this, and they can put their differences aside for now. Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe could be Braun's partner. But if not, who do they get to be Braun's partner against Sheamus and Cesaro, unless Sheamus and Cesaro take on Ackerman Rezar at WrestleMania, the Authors of Pain, if they come up, however, if they don't win the Dusty Tournament, however, the night before WrestleMania 34. We'll have to wait and see. So yeah, once again, Raw turned out to be another craptacular show. You didn't have Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, because obviously, however, supposedly their contract is out, how and now he's run out of dates at least until me, so I don't know if they're going to have him on the next few weeks, and they're just going to continue to basically have Roman come out and shoot his promos, however, and once again tell the truth, because Brock Lesnar, if he didn't have his contract up already, Brock would show up with Paul Heyman, but obviously he hasn't, because... They haven't renewed his contract. He hasn't renewed it with them. So we'll have to see what happens. But I'm sure we're going to continue to see that. And uh, if that's not the case, then once again, Brock and Hamer are showing that they are just playing mind games with them. And as far as, uh, like I said, I said my thing about Cena and Taker, and as far as Stephanie Hart, I'm glad they didn't show up tonight, last night. But I know we're going to see them obviously in the next couple of weeks. Once again, find a way to ridicule Kurt and Ronda. But yeah, all in all, once again... You can say that basically Kevin Dunn, Vince McMahon, and the whole WWE Monday Night Raw writing team, however, turned out to be nothing more than a pile of human feces. And they should have had it thrown on them because they deserve it. So yeah, all in all, on a scale of 0 to 10, and I said this already, and I'll say it again, this show was a total 0 out of 10. Absolute crap. So with three weeks to go, you better find a way to fix the problem and fix it damn fast. Otherwise, you're going to continue to hear rants from me and more anger seething from me, just like me and the fans out there, because you are insulting the fans' intelligence over and over, and yes, over again. <laughs>
So yeah, so here's great my job question. by that. <clears throat> here's my oh. question: Are you blowing smoke out of your ass yet? Hi, Michelle. Good to talk to you too. How you doing? <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. I think I've, I, I think I've, 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 I've said enough. I mean, like I said, I mean, like I said, I, and like I told you last night before Chad introduced Michelle, I respect your opinion, Michelle. I understand he's not got a contract right now, and he's still working on trying to get his deal done, maybe renewing it or possibly working his way getting out of it and finishing up his dates. But like I said, he has, was promising everyone he had a chance to show up last night. And if it wasn't for his dates, how are being run out or anything like that, how are him and Paul Eamon should have been there in Detroit. They were advertised for that show there. They were advertised for the show in Anaheim. And they basically took off and ran and turned tail. I'm sorry. Well, on that note here, folks, thank you very much there, J.D. And, of course, once again, this has been a <clears throat> from, from, from the people that brought you the Widow's Web. It is, of course, another WWS icebreaker indeed. Okay. Uh, anyway, and I was going to, and JD, if you heard all this in the background, I was actually going to. Uh, Sorry about that. I actually warn you about that because. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, but uh, anyway, here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and uh, of course the spider uh, did 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 uh, come come to me while I was uh, while JD was talking, but he didn't say anything. The spider actually. I uh, had one of these. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, and, and ladies and gentlemen, that only means one person that's back on with us at 472 Revolution tonight. She is, of course, and also known as the Black Widow, the first lady of professional wrestling. She's also a part of the Attitude Duo with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, also known as King Claffy with King and W.O. Of course, also a big part of our shows, including WWS Attitude Radio, GFW main event, WWS Women's Revolution. Also, of course, a huge part of our, of course, wrestling debate, uh, the NWA Madness Kingdom, and of course, also our shows here, Revolution and Wolfpack. She is also a 2000, the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. She is, she is one, she is, ladies and gentlemen, she is the M to the L to the D, as I always say here. The lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds has now rejoined us on 472 of Revolution, Michelle. Welcome here, indeed. Oh, yes, I'm back. No worries. There you go. And, uh, of course, like I said, Michelle might want to do this to J.D. as well. (laughs) (laughs) Before I uh, be here from Michelle, i got to ask her one question. I know she's been watching a lot of TNA. I have got to ask her the whole... Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan thing. What was your take on that, Michelle? Um, that was a total whoopsie. Actually, that wasn't even supposed to happen. Um, well, I mean, I think the bat was supposed to bounce off the chair, but not hit him in the eye. Right. Um. Uh, it scared the shit out of me because I was like, "Oh my God, he's going to be blind." Yeah, I saw, I, when I saw that the next day, I was saying the same thing. I was like, "You got to be kidding me." Yeah. Um, that was some pretty scary shit. I mean, I felt bad for him, uh, but as far as I know, he's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard otherwise. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, thank you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, 
We have not heard from MLD in a long time. Uh, <clears throat> and I know she's, she's going to have a bunch to say here about Raw. Uh, John's got some things. Let me go ahead and let's get John's out of the way, and then I will get right to MLD, of course. And then we will go and see where, where we are going to go on from there. Uh, John says here for Raw, he says, the only positive that he can take away from Raw, Bauer and Rollins, the match was the match of the night. His opinion, Raw and Detroit looked like it was a pipe bomb oh. night. The first hour to the second hour, first Roman talks about Brock not showing up, and then already Roman got himself suspended for what he said about Vince being Brock's boy. But Roman must remember one thing. Roman's always been, Roman's always been Vince's boy. It figures since the day Roman debuted in 2012, he's always been Vince's and I won't use that word, as y'all know what I'm going to say. This is how Roman Reigns <laughs> You can't do nothing more than to piss the boss off. Are you going? Are you going to be asking the one-way trip to a suspension, fine, or a firing? Roman may have thrown everyone under the bus with that move, but there is no need for Roman to say that. John says, "Why? Why? He he gets why Roman said that. He did throw in a lot of points, saying, what would these people do if they?'" had a job or they didn't, we wouldn't feed our kids, we wouldn't have food on the table, we wouldn't have a new home or pay college funds, what have you. Speaking of which, John Cena going off the deep end, already declaring his WrestleMania statement, he wants to wrestle the Undertaker one-on-one. Does Cena know that anyone who's faced the Undertaker WrestleMania has come up short, but there's only been two people that ever beaten the Undertaker. Of course, of course, those two are going to be the main event at WrestleMania 34. Obviously, it was Brock and Roman Reigns. But can Cena be the third man to beat the Undertaker, if Undertaker does return before WrestleMania, what role do we see him in still as a Lord of Darkness character or as the, or as John's talking about the biker character? I, I don't know about that one. Because Cena talked about <clears throat> Undertaker's videos on Instagram, and all, all of a sudden Kid Rock enters the Hall of Fame, so it would be a possibility we see Undertaker as the biker character, is what John is saying. But if Taker does make his appearance, what is he going to say to Cena? I remember Cena's called out numerous legends, and it's kind of ironic. 2011, Cena calls out The Rock, March 12, 2012. He ripped on The Rock. Six years later, he rips on The Undertaker. Cena's had numerous WrestleManias. He's won and lost them. In his first WrestleMania, of course, he won the U.S. title. His second WrestleMania, he won the WWE title and retained his WWE title twice at WrestleMania 22 and 23. Went on winning the World Heavyweight title at WrestleMania 25 and faced The Rock twice at 28 and 29 and also engaged Nikki Bella last year. But this year, if he gets a chance at the Undertaker, this is going to be the match of the night in John's personal opinion. As far as Braun Strowman in the Battle Royal, he doesn't know who his partner is going to be. He's saying either Elias or Samoa Joe. So, and that's all John said he has for his review, and he'll be right back one more time. Uh, and by the way, did give us her opinion. She, she gave Raw a negative one. <laughs> said there, so... Uh, I think I think also, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, if if we heard an icebreaker, we got to hear this other thing here too. And of course, the, the lady that can provide that, she can provide it right here. And as of course, <clears throat> once again, ladies and gentlemen, a, a a the original WWS exclusive. No offense, there, JD. Uh, of course, this is once again the Black Widow Michelle Lindas once again bringing her bringing you her widow's web. Uh, Michelle, please go ahead and proceed. Well, you have to bear with me because I am a little hoarse. I don't know why, but I am. Uh, <laughs> I didn't driving me nuts. I hate it. Um, first of all, I'm going to address the issue of Kid Rock going to the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry once again, you know, for once, J.D. and I agree on something. 
and I mean, J.D. and I do agree on more than one thing on yeah. occasion sometimes. Uh, I think it's bullshit. Um, I don't think he's done anything for this business. Uh, I don't think he's done anything for the WWE name. Nope. Um, I think they they could have picked somebody else better. They could have picked another wrestler that deserves this shit better. These people pick, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, uh, who was it, David Arquette and all this stuff. That's bullshit, Mize, because they don't put the time and the money into the shit every day of their lives like these wrestlers do. So that's my opinion on that. Um, let's see. I, I do agree with John, though. I, I do agree that Finn and Seth was the match of the night. Um, those two have mad chemistry together. That was a really amazing match between the two. That finish was amazing, um, though. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they have super, super chemistry, and I, I you know, I can't take that away from them. Um, as far as the Miz with them in the little interview thing, that was hilarious. I'm sorry. The Miz was doing everything he could, <clears throat> excuse me, to yank on Seth and Finn's chain, which led to the match between them two. Um, the Miz knows what he's doing. He's working the nerves, uh, you know, all that stuff. The Miz, I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody thinks. I really, and, and, I, and I know how most people feel on this panel, but The Miz is golden. He is a huge moneymaker for this company. And he is a good example of what uh, most wrestlers should be today. Um, not necessarily IC title holders, but wrestlers in general. Um, as far as Roman getting suspended, um, you know, I, I think that's a cop-out right now for them because they don't know what the hell to do. Um, you know, Brock's contract's up or coming up. Um, you know, um, I, I'm I'm a little irritated with these people. <clears throat> Sorry. <coughs> calling Brock a bitch, and he's scared, and he's this and that. No, he's not. And the drug accusations against Brock, it was not drugs. He was on medication for his uh, stomach issues. Um, I don't know where or why people seem to think that he failed a drug test. But anyways, supposedly they're saying he did a couple times, whatever. Um, this shit of the heat building up between Roman and Brock is stupid, I think. Um, you know, once again, Roman is Vince's little bitch boy. I don't care. Uh, he And everybody says that Brock is his bitch boy. No. Roman is his bitch boy. Roman is his little pet, and, you know, he does no wrong and all that other shit, so let's just do this. Let's main event him again for WrestleMania this year. Fuck, why not, you know? I'm a little disgusted and sick of it. John Cena is another little crybaby bitch here lately. And after listening to him last night, I'm a little sick of it. I'm, I, you know, oh, you, you want to grow some balls overnight and call out The Undertaker for one last match? You're stupid. That's all I got to say. And WWE will be even stupider if they sign that freaking match and John Cena wins. That's bullshit in my eyes. I don't care if he can break 
or they want him to break Ric Flair's record. I don't want him to break Ric Flair's record. I'm sorry, I don't. Because Ric Flair is a much better 16-time champion than anybody in this agency will ever be. Um, there's only one Ric Flair, and it's you know going to say that way. Uh, as far as the women's battle royal, I have to disagree with JD. I think it's uh, a great thing that they're doing this in remembrance of Moolah, who you know, as we've all said, is a great was a great champion at one time. Um, she held the title for long, long, long terms. Um, I, I think it's great to do that in memory of her. And I think it's great to start doing things more involving the women of this industry. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it's not all about the men. There is women there, so we, you know, I think it's great that they're including them in on <clears throat> all of this. Um, let's see. As far as Matt Hardy goes and Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, ever since he got caught, he his career has gone to shit, basically. He's gone to shit. He's lost his mojo. His promos are going in the shitter, slowly but surely. He's lost it. Um, as far as Matt Hardy goes, you know how I feel about the Hardy Boys. <clears throat> I love them. Yes, I know Jeff got arrested, um, which I think is just ridiculous. But um, I happen to like Matt Hardy in this character. I liked it in TNA when he was in this character. Um, I think it's golden shit, but I think if you want to make a good chemistry match as far as ego versus ego, gimmick versus gimmick, the, the Woken Matt Hardy versus the Demon King, Ben Ballard. I think that that's what they need to do. Yep. Um, I think there will be some, you know, pretty sick promos and, you know, just really all-around good in-ring chemistry. but. Right now, Seth and Finn, they're killing it. Uh, I mean, they really are killing it. Um, oh, so everybody wanted me to address Ronda Rousey issue. Um, is your friend on here, JD? I'm still here. Uh, no, Fonte ain't here tonight. He uh, had a prior obligation, however. No, no, the other guy. Oh, and L. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think L is in the chat box, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he wanted to hear this, so here we go. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Ronda Rousey. <laughs> um, she doesn't belong in the WWE. Number one. Sorry. This is my opinion only. Um, that fact, I mean, hell, she really doesn't belong in the UFC anymore. Um, I think... That and if it leads to what I think it's going to lead to is that Ronda's going to break Oscar's streak. That's bullshit. And I firmly believe that's where they're going with that. And again, I'm going to say it. That's bullshit. Um, Ronda Rousey. I have nothing against her, but you know, I reflect upon the fact that she cried, bitch. Of you know, oh, holy hell, she whooped my ass. Oh, let me go kill myself. Let me do this. Let me do that. No, 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 no. This is where the big boys play, and if you can't handle it, get the fuck out. Because I'm going to tell you, she's going to do that same shit. If she, the first time in a match she gets her ass whooped, she's going to cry bitch. And I'm not dealing with it. I'm not uh, at all. Um, 
Ronda is a very good UFC performer. I give her credit for that. But ever since she lost to Holly, she's a different person, and I don't like it at all. And they say, oh, she's the most intimidating woman, blah, blah. No, she's not. Really, she's not. That other one, that cyborg, she's scary as shit looking. Yeah. She, he, whatever the hell it is. Scary looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a bad idea of them bringing Ronda Rousey into the WWE. And I know I said I wanted it, but I don't want it. I think that Oscar has become very overrated. I love her. I respect her. I do, but she's overrated. They're making a big freaking deal about her. And I think they need to step it up, and they need to start pulling some more talent from somewhere or do another Tough Enough show or something because they are slacking on a lot of shit. I feel like WWE is barely afloat right now with yeah, anything. I'm insane. Yeah, that's what I said too. Um, you know, Rousey, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a comment. Uh, someone said, Rousey, like Lesnar, needs to stay in UFC. Yeah, okay, bite my ass is what I say to those people because <clears throat> Brock Lesnar is a very good in-ring performer. I don't care if it's in the octagon or if it's in the four, uh, in the square ring. That's my opinion, though. doesn't mean everybody else has to follow it, you know, honor it, whatever. I'm a fan of Brock Lesnar. Have been since day one. I get ruffled under the feathers when people talk about the ones that I love the most. And, and I mean, I respect them all, but I have my favorite favorites. Um, so, yes, to answer the question that I was asked in the chat box, and I mean, in the uh, shit, Facebook thing and all that, Rhonda doesn't belong with WWE. I think that. They were desperate. They were grasping their straws, and they're like, "Oh, hey, let's take a run this, you know, run with this." But I'm gonna tell you, y'all mark my words: the first time she gets her ass whooped, she's gonna be crying wolf, and it ain't gonna be pretty. And I'm not gonna like it. I'm gonna be real pissed. Um, I don't even remember anything else. Honestly, I'll talk my head. Um, well, let me, let me help you out a little bit. Uh. As far as SmackDown goes, I, mean, I don't know if you saw Fastlane or not, and you thought what you thought of the whole... Uh, no, I did not watch that shit show pay-per-view, no. Okay, but uh, Ann did say earlier tonight Shane got attacked and is now resigned, apparently, because of, I guess, Kevin Owens and Sammy attacking him. But uh, let's get your thoughts on the latest thoughts about TNA, and especially the word that I mentioned to you a few weeks ago about everyone's least favorite person, and your favorite least favorite person, and same with me, Alberto Del Rio may be coming back to WWE, however. There's been talk about if his contract's up with Impact, he might be on his way back to WWE. Hey, Gerard's not on here, right? I haven't seen, heard from him. Okay, good. Um, well, just because he he likes Alberto. Um, uh-huh. uh, Diary! Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> um, Sorry. <laughs> if Alberto Del Rio comes back, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take um, Rusev. I'm going to take um, Jinder Mahal. And let's see who else. Enzo. Enzo. Oh, fuck. He's gone. Yeah, but they're talking about him maybe coming back. There's this woman launching a petition against him about him not returning. Oh, my God. Please spare me. I'll puke everywhere if he does. Me too. Me too. 
yeah. I think it's bullshit. I think he's, you know, pretty much dug his hole. Um, and, and I'm going to deport them all in one big box together because I'm sick of every single one of them that I just named. I'm sick of them. Um, so, yeah, if he comes back, um, they better put his ass on NXT because I don't want to see him on Raw or SmackDown. Speaking of NXT, speaking of NXT, uh, what's your take about uh, EC3 showing up and now they're going to be doing a new uh, title, North American title, him, Ricochet, Adam Cole, and now Bobby Fish is going to be out six months because of a leg injury. And they've changed everything. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre should be coming soon, too. Um, I, I'm surprised they didn't announce him for TakeOver. I mean, he should be in the TakeOver main event. Instead, they're not putting him in there. It's going to be Almas versus, uh, I think, Alistair Black. And that's going to be a good yeah, match. Yeah, but McIntyre's supposed to be coming up the roster. Right. Where do you put him? What show? Mm. Um, I say... Yes, I don't know. I say SmackDown. Um, I'll say SmackDown. Yeah, it has to go to SmackDown. Ooh. Excuse me. Um, oh. Let's see. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, TNA is, you know, they're having a little bit of a rough go on some things, but um, it's been pretty good shows. Um, a lot of talent that I don't recognize. But they're new, you know. You got to get used to them, whatever. But some of them really suck. <laughs> some of them are really bad. Um, but as like I said, I think that you know to reflect back and and to stop bouncing topics. WWE, like I said, they're barely staying afloat right now. Um, the last, I would say, the last uh, last night and the last two shows before that have been god awful. I mean, just god awful. I mean. I didn't even finish watching Raw last night. Today, when I when I was watching it, I couldn't finish watching it. It, it was like a, a fucking circus or something. I don't know what the hell I was watching, but it damn sure wasn't WWE. Yeah. Um, it's been that way for the last three weeks, I think. Even longer than that, I think six of the last eight weeks it's been like that. The booking's been horrendous. Kevin Dunn's an idiot. And Road Dogg's not doing much better on SmackDown, I feel. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I think they're both staying afloat right now. Yep. Um, I think they're both really struggling. And, you know, here's another thing. All this, all these uh, people that you brought up to 205 Live, you should have put on the main roster. Buddy Murphy, hello. Roger Strong, hello. Yep. I don't think they belong in 205 Live. I think it's an insult to slap to their face. But, you know, you got to fill up with little, what, uh, what little leprechaun boy wants, you know, to make his little bullshit 205 Live run and go good. I mean, I, I think Yeah, I've not been impressed with him. Um, but overall, like I said, I think that the shows are really struggling to stay afloat. Um, you know, as well as TNA, I think NXT is going to be grasping at straws here soon. Um, as far as EC3 to answer your question, I am not a fan of his. Never have been. Never will be. But you can probably kiss your sweet butt goodbye because he's going to win that belt. They're going to push him. Um, 
that's Hunter's little bitch boy, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he's Hunter's bitch boy. Um, Roman is Vince's bitch boy, you know. Yep. So they're going to push him to the moon and back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, staying afloat, fast lane, shit show. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I do, but, you know, I don't think y'all <laughs> want to hear me all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been long. It's been a few weeks since we've heard from you, Michelle. And like uh, when I uh, cut loose on Monday, and she will vouch me on Tuesday when I have my uh, little breaking of the chopping of the ice. However, on Tuesday and definitely on Wednesday with SmackDown, I've definitely uh, left no one to uh, let's just say stand at the end of the night. But uh, there's been times I've been lucky. Uh, I've backed off, but there's been times like you, however, I've gone <laughs> off, especially the last month and a half, I'd say, just since the Rumble, it's been crap, and they have, and like I said before you came on, with 27 days to go to WrestleMania, however, well, I should say now 26 as of tonight, you better, and you better get your booking team straightened out and pronto fast, even though you're doing the shake-up after the uh, Mania show, however, and everything like that, however, the Superstar shake-up, but you guys have been treading on very thin ice, no pun intended, however, since the Rumble. You really have, and it's been actually... Week after week is the same old bullshit. Well, you know, one more thing I'm going to say, Chad, and I'll shut up. Um, you know, just like Global Force, um, they had, they, there's a new women's champion. Yep. I'm pissed about it. Yep. Because I think Laurel Van Ness plays that part to the friggin' T. She's a good competitor. Mm-hmm. She kept that title afloat ever since Gail Kim retired again. Um, Allie, uh, she is just a dumb freaking blonde jumping around and titty flopping and everything else, and I'm tired of it. Uh, I've I've had enough of it. She acts like a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, could you stop? <laughs> I mean, could you act like a grown-ass woman and not a damn teenager? Yeah. But... I'm very pissed that Laurel. They made Laurel Van Ness lose that belt. I'm very, very pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. with all the, as, as 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 JD, of course, did say, uh, uh, we are of course very, very uh, happy to, happy to have you back on. Indeed. <laughs> uh, how and, do you feel uh, is wrestling, Michelle? Meaning to ask you. What? What's no, the latest well, on Caleb? How's he doing? How's Caleb doing in his wrestling? What's the latest? Oh, he's done. He's Let's rewind that. Yeah, regionals are over. He placed 16th out of, I think it was a total of almost 500 kids. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he did great. I mean, Good. he did really, really great for his first regionals. I mean, I was really awesome. proud of That's it. great. Good to hear. Excellent. Name. Right yes. now, right now, everything like this over is a hiatus for right now until he decides if he's going to do the, um, I can't remember the name of it, J.D. I'll have to get back to you on that. That's all right. But congratulations. But it's on. all these um, uh, top-notch, um, like, uh, wrestling courses and stuff to get him prepared for high school. Good for him and good luck to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's indeed. scary to say. It's that scary to hear myself say that, that my kid's going to high school next year. 
Hey, well deserved, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, that's one smart kid right there. Indeed. One smart kid right there, yes, indeed. And she's got one smart mama, too, right there, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as we did advertise here earlier to, here tonight, uh, um, uh, of course, as you know, we're not going to, as you now heard, the Heartbreak Kid Ponzi had a prior engagement. So we will unable be we will be unable to have the ROH US Pure Championship matchup between uh, <clears throat> between Fonzie and Anil tonight. Uh, we will reschedule that, and JD will be of course trying to keep tabs with Fonzie. Hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to get that match going here. Who uh, holds that title? It's a new it's a new ROH US build I created. It was the, the ROH. You remember the ROH Pure Championship? Yeah. Okay, well, I added another one to the ROH universe. It's the ROH US Pure Championship. And Fonzie's now the second person to hold. I think John, I think he won it from John. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> wow. So, so Fonzie now holds three belts right now. So wow. Very, yes, indeed. So, Okay. Uh, hmm. Michelle, we've been doing something here on the show. Uh, JD, John, Fonzie, and Neil. Everyone here has been uh, has been very familiar with it, and I would like we like to bring you in on it. If you wish it's some would you rather questions, not necessarily about wrestling, but just different things in general. Yes. So, so, so we, we'll, we'll we'll take a few minutes. We'll go a little bit past the eleven o'clock hour. Michelle, up your feet. Would I rather have? Sex with Brock Lesnar or Randy Orton? Does that qualify as an answer? I mean, question? Or Billy Gunn. <laughs> yeah. That too. Uh, Chad, you can start yeah. asking the questions that you've given me and Nanelle and John for. I'm going to sit out, but I'm still going to be on yeah. the line, so let, we'll get her on these stuff. Those I may not be able to do because they've already been asked, so I'm just going to have to just, just do some random ones right here. John is actually going to stay out of it because he's actually playing the video game. Oh, oh my God, John! Uh-huh, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, JD, you and Neil can join Michelle. And these are some I have not even done yet. So, and these are some of some actually some about relationships. That's the topic here. Um, oh God, so Michelle, this is just for fun, though. Just for fun. You will not believe some of the answers <laughs> either. So, Michelle, we won't start with you on this. And like, okay. We'll do a, We'll do a handful of these. Let's rock on. Okay. Michelle, would you rather get dumped by text message or in front of all of your friends? Ooh, text message. Text message? 28% said in front of all their friends. 72% said by text message. Yeah. Okay. J.D., we're going to go to you next. Okay. J.D., would you rather have an excellent relationship but terrible sex or have an awful relationship with incredible sex? <laughs> what, what was the first one, excellent relationship with what? But terrible sex. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know. Yeah, my girlfriend killed me with the answer. Damn. Uh, 
I know she she doesn't listen to the show, so thankfully if she if she did, she'd probably be like, "What the hell are you saying?" I take well, the wait off- a minute. Does that mean JD's providing the bad sex, or she's providing the bad sex? Let's think about that now. Yeah, let's think about that for a minute now. Good thinking, Michelle. I like your call on that one. That's good thinking. But, yeah, but when I say you, it's aimed towards JD himself. So I'm gonna say, okay. you know, I'm gonna say. You're in the hot seat. That's what yeah, I am in the hot seat. You're right. Uh, well, she doesn't listen. I will take the awful relationship with bad, with great sex, though. I will say that. Whoa, okay. I'm with you, JD. I'm sorry. I always said the same thing. Sixty percent. I mean, I mean she, I've been here for six months, but like I said, I think I know she'd kill me the answer though. But still, regardless. Okay. Sixty percent said have said they have an excellent relationship, but terrible sex. But only forty percent said they have an awful relationship with incredible sex. There you go. <laughs> so you're in the forty percent, Jamie. Yeah, I'm in the forty percent right? Hey, hey, hey! Someone had made a comment on this two years ago from Texas. Said, "Sex is also like math. Add a bed, subtract the clothes." Divide the legs and play, pray you don't multiply. <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah. The, the leave out the. There's not much in the remainder. You can't divide anything up either. So there you go. <laughs> you guess it. Uh, let's see. Anil, we'll go to you. And John has left us here. Uh, uh, JD, uh, John has already left us here for tonight. All so right, John. See you tomorrow so, then. We'll see you tomorrow night here, John. Thank you very much. Anil, you're up next, my man. And, you know, if you, if you were to have a one-night stand, would you rather go straight to the bedroom or have a romantic supper beforehand? <laughs> Must I hate to say this, and all that, both times you're going to be and doing that's a big combo, oh, though. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Did you? Oh, Lord. No, I was saying, you know, that's, that's a deadly question because, like, have the supper, then go to the bedroom. Well, I said either way, you'd be, you'd be, somebody's going to be doing a lot of eating. Uh, <clears throat> okay, anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did not catch that. And John, I mean, Neil says he'd go straight to the bedroom. Whoa, stud. 56% said they would have a supper beforehand. Only 44% said they would go right straight to the bedroom. Under the covers. Okay. People are stupid these days. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if anyone's heard of, uh, of these Never mind. I don't know who these guys are, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I don't want to confuse anybody because I don't. Because they have one here with people that I don't even know of, so I'm not going to even ask that question. Michelle, here's here's one right here for you. Would you rather live forever but never find your true love, or find your true love and therefore guarantee a good normal length life? The the last one. Find your true love and therefore guarantee a good normal length life. Nineteen percent said live forever but never find your true love. Eighty one percent said find your true love and guarantee a good normal length life. There you go. J D, would you rather be caught cheating or catch your significant other cheating? Oh okay, what's, what's this one? Would you rather be caught cheating or catch your significant other cheating? No comment. No comment. I, I don't blame you, dude. I want to answer that one. I'm, I'm, not, going, I'm not going there tonight. I'll have to answer then. Uh, and my question will end on be caught cheating yourself. Okay. 42% would say be caught cheating. 58% said catch your significant other cheating. Uh, right. 
Someone five years ago from Colorado commented and said, rather be hurt than be an a-hole. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to ask Neil this question. And Neil, uh, don't take this the wrong way, please. Would you rather do it with Joe Jonas or Justin Bieber? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he says. <laughs> Cannot wait to see what he says. Oh, just choose Justin Bieber. <sighs> he says he will do neither because he's not gay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, no. Shit. I mean, we were not. <laughs> Neil, we knew that. We were just having some fun here with this. Uh, yeah. Okay, my curse landed on Bieber. Oh, my God. Uh, 65% said they would do it with Joe Jonas. Uh, 35% said they would do it with Bieber. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Uh, Michelle, we're back to you here. <laughs> Would you rather have a job you love with very low pay or a job you hate with very high pay? Mm. No win fucking situation. Um, yeah. I came up with some weird I, ones over here. JD can tell you. <laughs> this, is, this is a busy bad, yeah. I just, oof, um, I would say a job that I hate and very high pay. Okay. 47% said a job you love with very low pay. 53% said a job you hate with very high pay. There you go. JD, here's yours. Ready. Would you rather rather fight Mike Tyson with no gloves or in World War I? I'll take Mike Tyson and I'll go down uh, with a nice paycheck in my pocket while I'm at it. 43% 43% said in World War I, 57% said Mike Tyson with no gloves. Ah. No, no gloves, J.D., but hide your ears. I know, uh-huh. exactly. No kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, and, Neil, would you rather find your soulmate and have all your friends hate well, – we're going to change it around since you're a guy. Find your soulmate and have all your friends hate her or stay single for the rest of your life with loving friends? <laughs> That's a lonely boy. <laughs> I am not gay. Okay. <clears throat> of course, I don't drive a Prius, but of course, when it idles, it goes homo, 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 homo. <laughs> Man, if Jeff Dunn hadn't said that, I wouldn't be repeating that all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the is option number two because he says he likes to be single. Hmm. Okay. You don't like all the drama. 73% said find your soulmate and have all your friends hate her. 27% said stay single for the rest of your life with a loving friend. Hmm. There you go. Michelle, we'll go back to you. Would you rather be alone and rich or loved and poor? Oh, loved and poor for sure. Loved and poor. 31% said alone and rich. 69% said loved and poor. There you go. Uh, 
Someone five years ago from somewhere in Pennsylvania, J.D., said, love is too overrated. Money can get you hot hookers. Oh, my God. J.D., would you rather date a hipster or a douchebag? (laughs) (laughs) Hipster. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, and, And Michelle Ann says hello, by the way. Hello, Ann. For some reason, my, my text messages are repeating, and I don't know why. Okay, uh, you said a hipster, J.D. 28% said a douchebag, 72% said a hipster. <laughs> okay. Okay, Emil, would you rather do it with your ugly mom or your cute, adorable puppy? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Yeah. If you thought there was a bad set, J.D. can tell you I said a lot worse than that. <laughs> Well, we've come up with some bad ones lately, let me tell you. I'm not going to even repeat it. Don't yeah, even so if you go back and listen, there'll be something you'll cringe on, let me tell you. So if you go to the website called rrrather.com, you'll know there's some that uh, that you will find out of whack. <clears throat> and, and Neil says he wouldn't do it with either one. So I'll have to, oh gosh, okay. Pray I don't hit anything I can regret here. Oh my God, my cursor landed on uh, the ugly mom. There you go. I'm not going to say. That. 19% said they'd rather do it with the ugly mom. 81% said they'd rather do it with a cute, adorable puppy. Oh my God, you sick freaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. I didn't come up with these things. Somewhat, I mean, this was. Michelle, would you, would you mm-hmm. rather. You're, would you rather have your lover murder you or your lover cheat on you? Would I rather him murder me or cheat on me? Or your lover cheat on you, yes. I'll kill him before he can even, yeah. Okay, but um, I'd rather him cheat on me. Cheat, okay. Mm-hmm. 16% said murder, 84% said cheat. Well, there you go. That's sensible right there. Okay, J.D. Or you can murder them as they find out that they're cheating. Well, there you go. J.D., uh, JD, uh, before I ask this question, with all due respect, Michelle, I have to say this to J.D., keep it in your pants this time when I ask this, okay? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) J.D., would you rather sleep with one goddess for eternity, which is a perfect ten, or many average sluts, six and other? And under. Oh my God. Perfect ten. You gotta score the perfect ten. You, you want the goddess, okay? She wants. Oh my Lord, he wants the ten, ten, ten all night. There you go. Eleven <laughs> percent said many average sluts. Eighty-nine percent said one goddess for eternity. There you I like go. that the perfect ten too, but not a woman. Uh, uh, oh my. Okay, I'm not gonna even ask that one. I'll say this one for. I'll say this one for Michelle because this one here involves something about a guy. I'm going to say that one for Michelle. Come back to that one. Oh, God. <laughs> Forgive me, Michelle, but, I mean, uh, Anil, would you rather have a long life without ever falling in love or live a short life but experience a passionate romance? Die. 
<laughs> Anil would have rather have love would love a would rather have a long love a long life without ever falling in love. Twenty six percent said that, so he's in that bunch. Seventy four percent said live a short life but experience a passionate romance. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, Michelle, forgive me for this. I'm going back to the one here that I came up across a minute ago. Michelle, would you rather have sex with your caring husband who has AIDS or cheat on your, on your husband with someone who doesn't have AIDS and get caught? Ugh, that's a fucking bad question. Very bad. Yeah, it sure is. Six uh, years ago, came up. I'd rather stick with my husband, I think. Yeah, the other one I don't like that option. The caring husband who has AIDS. Yeah, yeah, oof, yeah. 47% said they would rather have sex with their caring husband who has AIDS. 53% would cheat on their husband with someone who doesn't have AIDS and risk getting caught. That is terrible. Well, there's Uh, a single loyalty, so, you know. Well, there you go. That thing yet overshadows it all, and that's a good point, Michelle. That's right. JD, would you rather find out that the love of your life was cheating on you or got raped? No Ooh. comment on either. You're going to say neither one. Okay. Uh, well, we'll say cheating on you. 49% said cheating. 51% said got raped. Oh, my. Man, they came up with something. So is Adele. this new girl, Katie? This isn't Courtney, right? No, no, God, we've been broken up since last year. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, we still talk as friends, though. But uh, this is the new one I've been dating for like almost six months plus now. However, yeah, she's a lot better, than Courtney. Let me just say that. Neil, who would you rather have as a father, Darth Vader or Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars? Ooh. I like that question. <laughs> Luke, I am your second uncle twice removed. <laughs> oh, gee. There was one thing, one time one, one time I saw this in which they were doing some sort of parody of Star Wars and said, Darth Vader said, Luke, I am your mother. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see if... Uh, Anil said he would rather have Emperor Palpatine than his father. Twenty-three percent said the Emperor. Seventy-eight percent said Vader. I would have said Darth Vader. Okay, Michelle, come back to you. Would you rather marry your boy or girl best friend, or marry the next person you see? Ooh, that could be a ooh a second. Uh, yeah, girl or guy best friend. Okay. 15% said marry the next person you see. 85% said marry your boy or girl best friend. JD, would you rather murder everyone you know and love or drop a bomb full of plague on a random poor country and kill millions? (laughs) What was the question again? Sorry. Would you rather Hmm. murder everyone you know and love or drop a bomb full of plague on a random poor country and kill millions. Jesus, nope. that's an awful question. I know. I'm getting the awful questions tonight. Usually it's fun to get these awful ones. 
Pass. No comment on either one. Okay. I will choose for you, Dan. Small figure is. Drop a bomb full of plague on a random poor country and kill millions. Mm. 21% said murder everyone you know and love. 79% said they would drop the bomb on me, baby. I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. Uh, Anil, would you rather have your crush date be your best friend or your worst enemy? <laughs> That's a shit question. That man. is. It's the Belgian Hour with MLB. We can tell you that Rusev and Lana did. You guys are not going to like this, though, either. Well, go ahead, Chad. Finish up your thing. I'll tell you. Well, what no, no, I was going to do something fun. You go ahead and announce it. Go ahead. Yeah. Apparently, Lucifer and Lana defeat Charlotte and Bobby Roode tonight. How I next week it'll be Miz and Oscar oh, versus. Oh, that's bullshit. Yep, I agree. Next week, how are you going to like this, Michelle? It's going to be Miz and Oscar versus Strowman and Bliss. Oh, damn! I don't know if that's it. That's a tough one, I know. Yes. But yeah, so Rusev, Bob, so Bobby Roode and Charlotte lost tonight. However, on uh, the mixed match challenge, apparently. That's bullshit. Yep, I agree. Oh my God, where, where, Dad, Speaking of Dusty, there's this guy down that lives where I live. Yes. And I saw him in the grocery store over the weekend. Oh, uh-huh. my God. He's a dead ringer for Dusty Rhodes. Wow. Looks like They're doing some shopping here. If you will, for the fruit of my loin. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, Neil said, by the way, he would have his crush date be his best friend. 38% said worst enemy. 62% said best friend. Okay. And we also have news on the 205 Live show tonight. Today with Tommy and Akira Tazawa defeated Lance Dorito and Grand Metalik. Jack Gallagher beat Murphy Myers from Jobber. We're not sure who's in the main event, but uh, I'm sure if you didn't hear, Michelle, they are going to bring Cruiserweight Tag Team titles into play after WrestleMania. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work in WCW because only one, th- only two teams held it. Uh, so <clears throat> so that's why you see if it works this go around. Michelle, we'll, Michelle, JD, and then we'll go two or three more, a couple more times there apiece before we call the meeting here. Michelle, would you rather date? Oh my God, Megan Fox or Justin Bieber? <laughs> Ew, God, I'd be lesbian for a date, Megan Fox. Whoa, yeah, uh huh. Twenty twenty percent said Bieber, eighty percent said Megan Fox. No, 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 no. <clears throat> uh, JD, would you rather date a person with low self-esteem or someone who is cocky? Cocky, I think. Sorry to say. And believe it or not, really? the picture above the word cocky has right now. Looked in the mirror and seen a picture of a lion. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 65% said low self-esteem. 35% said cocky. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to fucking hurt somebody that was cocky, though. Yeah. Someone five years ago says, from Texas, said low self-esteem equals more sex. <clears throat> okay. No! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Adil, would you, rather spend, would you rather spend the rest of your life with 
someone who, who you love unconditionally but will never love you back, or someone who will love you unconditionally but will, that you will never truly love? Oof. And the picture above the first option has a picture of a, of, of a, I guess a girl's heel, a girl raising her foot and showing a tattoo of a heart on the bottom of her foot. Ouch. Mm. Ooh. But that question for JD? Yeah, that that is that is uh, Anil actually. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah. And and Neil said he would love, he would be someone who who will love you unconditionally, but you'll never truly love. Thirty seven percent said option number one. Sixty three percent said option number two. Okay. Uh, Take number one, number two. Camera one, camera two. That's it. Or you can Which go number other, one, number two. <laughs> camera one, but gotta do it number two. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Anyway, Michelle, would you rather be rich but have a point, point, be rich but have a poor boyfriend, (laughs) or be poor but have a rich boyfriend? What was the first answer? Would you rather be rich but have a poor boyfriend, or be poor but have a rich boyfriend? Damn. Um. Uh, you stippy. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> um, I guess be poor and have a rich boyfriend. Be poor but have a rich boyfriend, okay? Sixty-six percent said be rich but have a poor boyfriend. Thirty-four percent said be poor but have a rich boyfriend. Wow. <clears throat> JD, would you rather get rejected or never ask? Hmm. Good question. That is a good question, though. Under the, uh, above the words "never ask" is a picture of Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, or you could never ask to be rejected, JD. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Yeah. Which one? Rejected and never asked. How I? Or no, we no, get rejected or never ask. Yeah. That's oh. Yeah. So 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 JD, you're already saying get rejected. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fifty-four percent said get rejected. Forty-six percent said never ask. Anil, would you rather be rich and hated or poor but loved? Rich but hated or poor but loved? I don't know. Anil's pretty uh, hardcore with his answer tonight. Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh. <laughs> Oh, by the way, speaking of Dusty Rhodes, and I, we talked about talked about this earlier too. I actually watched a match on YouTube the other night. I'm sure y'all remember this one here too. If you remember Ted DiBiase versus Dustin Rhodes, it last for ten minutes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, what was bad was a lot of people were booing at Sapphire. Was wearing a black mink coat with a Ted DiBiase uh, wrestler wrestling doll. Yeah. And then Neil and Michelle and Neil, thanks you for the compliment you just made about him. Uh, um, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> he, said, he actually he said poor but loved. Twenty-seven percent said rich but hated. Seventy-three percent said poor. And he gave me an update. 
St. Bonaventure is leading UCLA by five with 12 seconds to go, 63-58. And JT, you stepping. Michelle, would you rather wait for the perfect guy and date no one else before him or date tons of guys and never find your true love? And before I tell you, Michelle, let me go ahead and tell you the first option as a picture of Cookie Monster that we all know and love with a cookie in his hand. And the second one is a, I want to say a cross between Cookie Monster and Oscar the Grouch with a whole bunch of food in front of him. So I don't, I don't know why they use these pictures. Uh, um, can you read the first answer again? Wait for the perfect guy and date, but date no one else before him. Fuck, this is a no-win situation on this one either. Um, I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. 89% said wait for the perfect guy and date no one else before him. Only 11% said date tons of guys and never find your true love. And we'll give J.D. in the middle one more time, one more goes around here. Uh, oh, crap. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, mm, yeah, we'll, we'll do these two here. Uh, okay. J.D., if you and <laughs> J.D., if you got a girl pregnant, would you rather walk out on her or stay with her? Stay with her. I'm not that dumb. A good answer, J.D., because I was so oh, God, No, I, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. I would not be every... that kind of person. I am not that kind of person, believe me. I know, I, I know, but I was S five RK. I would pull out every freaking thing I knew on your ass. I know you wouldn't. Eleven uh, percent said walk out on her. Eighty nine percent said stay with her. Maybe one percent walk out and ninety nine percent stay with the woman. But that's what it should be, and I agree with you, JD. And Neil, here here's yours before we call it a night. Would you rather be in love with someone who has a lot of friends of the opposite sex? Or who strictly hangs with the homeboys or homegirls? That's just me. <laughs> oh, gee. Well, champion. Oh, okay. I got Essie on the brain now. Oh, boy. Yes. Okay, while you're while you're waiting on him, Chad, I'm gonna go ahead and go because my battery's gonna cut us off anyways, and I'll see y'all tomorrow night. Okay, yes, man, MLD, thank you very much, my dear. We do appreciate that. Thank you very much. We'll talk at you tomorrow night. All right, see you later, guys. Good night, Michelle. Good night. And ladies and gentlemen, that was the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds here. We will get another opportunity to talk with the Black Widow tomorrow night here on the Wednesday edition of Revolution. And I am saying this right now, however, I know, uh, depending on if it depends on what happens tomorrow with Fonzie, if he can make it or not, but I am saying this right now, I said it earlier, if Michelle, I know Michelle had to go, but I'm throwing out a challenge to her right now. And, um, and what, uh, what, what, what is that? For, I, for one I forget what belt she has, however. We were supposed to have a match a few weeks back, however, I mean, I think we were supposed to have a rematch of sorts a few weeks back on something. I don't remember exactly what. The last time she was supposed to, before I get to Neil's answer on this last one, my, my apologies there, Judy. She was actually supposed to be defending two belts against him, and I think it was supposed to be John. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to take on John, but like I said, how if she's going to challenge John tomorrow, we'll see what happens. But like I said, I call the winner. 
Okay, so so you remember, I think it was the AWA US and NJPW. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. He currently holds both of those belts, I believe. No, John does. Uh-huh. No, wait a minute. She does. She does. She does. Yeah. She does. She does. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if John was challenging or if I was going to challenge. I can't remember. I think John issued a challenge while that when that match happened. Yeah. I think. I think. I, I think. You're, I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. All right. Well, so we'll 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 find that. We'll try to get that all planned out here, folks, and we'll talk to you about that, of course, on tomorrow night's edition of Revolution. And Neil's answer here, he's going with who he would rather be in love with someone who has a lot of friends of the opposite sex. And let's go ahead and bring this to you. Forty-four percent said that. Fifty-six percent said be in love with someone who strictly hangs with the homeboys and the homegirls. So there you go. And we'll do we'll, we'll try some more of these here coming up here really soon, of course. Uh, and uh, John actually uh, made a comment uh, on the live video feed at WWS Universe. He said he rather he he would love to see my laughing face in person. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what. He, what okay. I don't know what was possessing him to do that one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so, I don't I have no idea. I have no idea why. I'm not, I mean, I knew I laughed a little bit tonight, but I know I didn't laugh that much. So. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, um, um, I do want to uh, thank you for joining us for episode 472 of WWS Revolution. Of course, I should have used it 13, 2018. Uh, coming up here tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, our Triple Threat Wednesday, we will start things off, of course, with Outside the Ropes, 141-387-POUND, uh, the latest pop culture headlines, and also, of course, the Hot Seat Movie Trivia Challenge will be coming your way from 630 to 730. WWS debate, of course, from 8 to 9. Call ID 139-925-POUND. The NWO Madness Kingdom will be giving some discussions and debates. I'm sure on Raw, on SmackDown, on Fastlane this past Sunday, and a whole lot more items on the table, so there'll be a lot to talk about there. And, of course, we'll be back on with the Wednesday night edition of Revolution, which, of course, our live video feed will be from GFWS, a whole new impact, formerly the TNA US group, by the way, just in case you didn't know that. We'll have more wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, more talk about SmackDown and also about Fastlane from this past Sunday. And also, of course, here, folks, uh, um, possibly more what we just did with the Would You Rather. So it could be the wrestling trivia title match could take place. You never know what we'll have on hand here, folks. We'll definitely be bringing some action here to you uh, tomorrow night here in the WWS Radio Network. Uh, J.D., anything else you wish to add, sir, before we call it an evening? Nope, but uh, all you uh, there in the East, tell her stay warm, Howard. It is definitely, uh, like I said, it is still very nasty weather wherever you're at, Howard. I saw it today on the news, Howard, especially in New York and Boston and uh, the Holy Coast. They're getting, I think, a foot or two, maybe two and a half feet of snow, close to three. And in fact, today, Howard, it's so funny. I was talking about this earlier in the chat box earlier tonight. It was 25 years ago today in Pittsburgh. We had over... 20 to 24 inches of snow. The blizzard of 93 brings back a lot of memory. So it was 25 years ago today in Pittsburgh that we had a blizzard. But you fast forward the clock now, 25 years later, and look what's going on in the East Coast right now. So absolutely. So a very unique anniversary there, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, of course, nonetheless, uh, one to remember indeed for those of you, of course, like, like J.D. and Fonzie, of course, out there, out there in the great city of Pittsburgh, PA and D. For the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGeronimo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Rattlesnake, and Neil Patel, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the last ticker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight. We'll be back on with Outside the Ropes 
Wrestling Debate and Revolution. Tomorrow night is part of our Triple Threat Wednesday here in the WWS Radio Network. Revolution is a broadcast, however, of the WWS Radio Network, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> Take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, God bless everyone and have a terrific evening. Good night, everyone.